Hi, Roger Hill of Radio Vermont. This is a second part on jet stream behavior and illustrating to how key it is in day-to-day meteorology. But what about with an overheating planet? In 1374, famine struck what is now Spain, Italy, and France. The culprit? The North Atlantic portion of the jet stream, a river of fast-moving air that flows from North America to Europe and had shifted to the north. The jet stream carries moisture-laden storm clouds, and without them, southern Europe was left dry and crops died off. Research published in the fall of 2021 in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences reconstructed a history of the jet stream's path in the North Atlantic from the 700s A.D. to 2000. The findings suggest that although climate change hasn't altered the location of the crucial climate system yet, high emissions could push Europe into a world more like that of 1374. Wiggles in the jet stream have been implicated in extreme weather over the past year, from the floods in Europe this spring to the heat wave that struck the Pacific Northwest, although the climate's role in those movements is still an open question, but with increasingly new findings that do support the relationship with the loss of sea ice in the Arctic. The jet stream is this wavy, buckling band of wind. But the main position changes over longer periods of time scales, says Matthew Osman, a climatologist at the University of Arizona and the lead author on this particular study. The system is held in place by polar air to the north and wind from the tropics to the south, and it pushes surface-level storms in its path in what's known as the storm track, reshaping rainfall across huge regions. When the jet stream or storm track is situated further to the south, the already semi-arid regions of southern Europe receive a lot more moisture and also milder temperatures, says Osman. But as the jet stream moves away toward the north, it takes away the storm track and precipitation and it brings it to northern Europe. This isn't a huge deal when we think on a daily or weekly time scale. But if we think of projections of where deserts might go in the future, moving moisture from arid regions to wet regions is a big problem. By sampling cores from the Greenland ice sheet, which show records of rainfall and temperature going back hundreds of years, researchers were able to reconstruct a record of the storm tracks across the North Atlantic Ocean. What the researchers found was a surprising amount of variability. Observations have suggested that over the last few decades, the jet stream has started to migrate northward, said Osman. But the jet stream has shifted north and south so widely over the last 1,200 years that it seems that the jet stream hasn't emerged from what we might expect from natural variation alone. Still, climate models do suggest that the jet stream will march northward. And according to this new research early this fall of 2021, it will move outside the historical zone by 2060 and the highest emissions or business-as-usual scenarios. That means... As dramatic as the smoke, rains, and fires of the summer of 2021 have been, there are many more unknowns on the horizon as more climactic systems move into uncharted territory. The research wasn't able to provide the same kind of historical context as the waviness of the jet stream, which would help unravel the role of climate change in in precipitating extreme weather. But it could still establish a link between some historical disasters and the jet stream. 1728, 1740. These were years that the winds blew almost half their normal intensity, says Osman. 
We know from historical documents that these were the years that were really cold, where there was a really strong lack of precipitation. In 1740, that miserable weather kicked off a massive famine in Ireland, killing millions of people, more per capita than in the Irish potato famine of the 1840s and 50s. So it's a good test to see if the models can reproduce this in a realistic way. The conditions that we see in this distant past period in terms of human civilization, says Jennifer Francis, acting deputy director of the Woodwell Climate Research Center, who was not involved in the study. Anything that moves the jets closer to the pole is going to leave Central Europe high and dry, which is going to favor drought conditions and associated with famines. But she offered two notes of caution. First, she says that the climate models may be off in a couple of key ways that end up overestimating the tendency of the jet stream to move further to the north. There's a lot of things to wonder about in terms of what the models project for the future latitude of the jet stream. Second, she noted that the historical data ends in 2000, while the most apparent effects of warming on the jet stream would have appeared in the last two decades up through 2020. That would leave only a few years of, say, the Arctic starting to warm up, and that's just not enough to see any impact on the jet stream. Osman says that he still thinks that the climate probably hasn't reached the emergence of a new sort of climatic regime, and he emphasizes that humans can still head off changes to the jet stream. After all, the system only escaped the historical norm and high emissions. That doesn't have to be the truth. It's just a model projection based on current emissions, But can human civilization change fast enough? Roger Hill, Weathering Heights Consulting and Radio Vermont. 